1: This is the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Catch them weekdays for the all-new Hyundai Kona.
0: Welcome to the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. And we kicked off in a bit of a random way that we normally do. Fletch versus Bozza, of all people. Uh, Fletch's Christmas family extravaganza. And guess who was back? The great Gibbo. And didn't we delve into his love life?
2: We then have the Fletcher family extravaganza, yep. whenever, like at the 29th of December. Yep. So I've really got to do two because, you know, everyone else's the brothers and sisters are with their gang. So 29th is when we really get get the pitch out and yeah. I just start rolling a few over.
0: We, uh, we have the 28th every year, so yeah. the old Tiger boys. We used to go to the Forbes Hotel. Gone. Always on the 28th of – and we've slowed down a bit. We used to play uh, beer cricket, so – you got to be the the bowler for an over. Yes. You got whack for a four. You know what that means? Skull. Correct. So that's what you do all day. Um, but hang on. Are you actually? What? How do you play? You take turns. So your turn to bowl, Brian. And then if you got a wicket in your particular over, it was on everyone else. So, oh,
2: so you're watching the you're watching. The we watch the test match. Gotcha. That's
0: what we used to do. At 28th. We've done it for 20 years now. Yeah. And you sit there and you get to be the bowler for an over, and you just don't want to be hit for four. But if you get the wicket. Everyone else is having a crack.
2: Oh, good. Yeah, fun. Okay. I don't mind that. Good fun way to do it. RSA. Well, we've got a special guest. Well, oh, what a great to, guest. I haven't spoken to – no, no, I mean Gibbo. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gibbo, are you there? Hey, Flash.
2: How am I? Oh, great to hear your voice. It's great to hear and your our,
1: voice, Flash.
2: And our <laughs> listeners are just – look at the text boards lit up. They said, it's this the real Gibbo? <laughs> Gibbo, you're in Melbourne. You've got a new haircut, of which I'm loving. Yep. What do you uh, reckon, looking... Fletch? Yeah, you look... back
0: inside. size.
1: Yeah, you look like oh. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to be serious, Fletch, and I, I just can't be serious with long hair anymore, so... Uh, wh- why are
0: you... no, it looks good. <laughs> yeah? What do you think, really? <laughs> hey, fun fact on Ellen DeGeneres, right? You know that she was cast initially to be um, the role of which Sandra Bullock played in Speed, which puts Sandra... would worked. The... worked. Wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked, but
2: we always say that about every actor.
0: Yeah. You but know... That put her on the map. <laughs> Ellen yeah. For speed, yeah, Ellen, no, no, nah, it wouldn't work. Sandra, have worked. yeah, Ellen all DeGeneres. Did you? Are not... you all right, Gibbo? You're a bit quiet off here. No,
1: no, just um, you know, when you're uh, doing a few things at once, Joe, you can't really get bogged down in conversation like I'd love uh. to do with you guys. You know, I love <laughs> talking to you guys. Yeah, um,
0: he's got the double shift.
1: What are you doing in Melbourne? Uh, well, I'm, I'm on a working holiday. I'm calling it Fletch. Okay. Um, With um, your
2: other your other employee?
1: Uh no, no, just this, just the one employee here at the moment. One employer at the moment. Um, but I've got. I'm sort of seeing a girl who lives in Melbourne, so I was oh. just thought.
0: Oh. I thought you know what
1: I could get a few brownie points. It's been Hillstorm a couple of weeks. Hillary, hello. Yeah. Well, Hillstorm's been sniffing around, but uh, not this time, unfortunately. Maybe next time, Hillstorm. But yes, yeah, so okay. I've been down here for two and a bit weeks, doing a bit of work here with the great Jared Waitley. Um, oh. You know. Yeah. i no, just trying to get some tips off him. Like I said, you finally to be work with some professionals, it's been great. <laughs> um, you know, Simon O'Donnell, Sam Edmund, just the greats down Still, here. Geez, it's been you're Dropping some names, Gibbo.
2: Yeah. This uh, the, the, your lady friend? Is this the lady friend you went
1: down to? I think last year, to, to see her? Yeah, yeah. So we've sort of been on and off, mostly off for the last couple of years, but we've rekindled it again. And, uh, yes. yeah, just taking another bite of the cherry, you might might end up a heartbreak, but you never yeah. know. <laughs> How is Cherry? Is she good? <laughs> Cherry's <Bronson>. good. <laughs> yeah, Cherry's Bronson. great. So is Bronson. Felice. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's been great, boys. I'm i like liking Melbourne, but I'm keen to come home. Coming back on Friday. Yeah. Could yeah. you live there? What if what if nah. uh, Cherry, what if
2: Cherry turned around? <laughs> no. Nah. What if Cam, what if Cam Cherry turned around and said, uh, Nathan, I, I want to make this work, but you have got to come down here and live down here. No,
1: nah, I don't think she. Yeah, well, I think I'd have to say no, thank you, Cherry. Um, no, nah, I think if anything, being down here for two weeks, I've just it really makes you realise how much. A, I love my life in Sydney. I live near the mm. beach. I have a great job, doing stuff with rugby league, and then I get to work with you guys every now and then. I don't think okay. no one's got a bit of me. Is uh, that the
0: great Campbell Brown over your right-hand shoulder, It is. Gibbo? It is. Can
1: you see that? So all the SEN yeah. track boys, the SEN track guys have been either in front of me or behind me for the last couple of weeks. Um, you get to see get him, him. on,
0: you know, Get him on, Gibbo. Get him on today. He's, 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 on on yeah, okay. a, a, he's on air. Yeah, okay. Don't look to He's on air.
1: He'll be well, right. He's chill. Yeah, okay. Does he know? Can I name drop you, Joel?
0: Name drop Brian. Oh, no. Name, yeah, drop- name drop me. I know, I know Campbell. No, you-
1: name drop
2: Todd, Cur- Todd Gurley, my new <laughs> Todd man. Gurley, he's down, yeah. Todd <laughs> Gurley's down there. To, he's he's uh, having a look at Spearmint Rhino. He's thinking about opening one up in Sid. <laughs> so I just, try, well, that's what he said to
0: me last night. <laughs> when have I? you
1: got time? When have you got time for the great Campbell Brown?
0: Him or the tags though. take your pick. I don't really mind. Yeah. Uh, we've got plenty of time, mate. We'll, we'll get him in there. It's great to see you again, Giver. Mm. And And the key is for this blooming relationship between yourself and Cherry Tortoni is she must have a flight booked before you leave up to Sydney. If that doesn't happen... Yeah, she is. She has. Oh, she has. So yeah. How did
1: you meet you two? I, well, it was during COVID. She, she's from Sydney originally. Went to school in Sydney. All her family's from Sydney, but she went to uni in Melbourne. And so when COVID happened, she moved back in with her parents. And obviously I was, you know, practising a lot of social distancing and I met her. Yeah. And then, yeah, it sort of just, you know, sort That's of just good. bubbled along for a while. Um, and I'm just thinking, maybe take the plunge, boys. I'm 27 take the plunge. now. Plunge, plunge. you
0: got to plunge, gotta plunge yeah. mate. Yeah. So, so would you, you say, of, yeah, Gibbo, in the in the sort of journey that the pair of you have sort of commenced together? Yep. Which has been a checkered journey, by the sounds of things. Which is fine. Of course. Yeah. Well,
1: most of my um,
0: journey has. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Like, if you yep. had to have the, the share value, if you guys were on the stock market as a pair, yep. is it is it sort of getting towards its highest?
1: Uh, to be honest, Joel, the, the first couple of days, it was probably the highest. I think as, as the two and a half weeks have gone on, it's getting yeah. low, it's getting low. But, oh, you know, you okay. buy low, you buy low, and it'll <laughs> rise up again. But, yeah, look, we'll, we'll see. Hang oh. on, is she living with her parents in Melbourne? No, no, no. Parents no. live in Sydney. She Sydney. lives here so, in, sorry, in, yes. in a beautiful part of Fitzroy. So like, it's kind of like the new town of new Melbourne. Mm. Um, what does she do yeah. for a quid? What does Cherry do for a quid? She works in a pub at the moment. It's, okay. it's a topic of conversation that we'd like to move past, but she's actually an architect. She's an architect, oh, but she's just okay. been sort of bumming around for the last couple of years, which oh, I have so, been too. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, so you, you know what? <laughs> oh, you, I mean, YouTube. at work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You two bring out the best in each other. I think this is going to work. I think mm. you've finally realised that there's no more bumming around. Come on, bums! No, yeah, well,
1: come on, Fletch. Come on, surely
0: a little bit. What? So, so Gibbo, just for context, just for context. They hey, they don't do that down there. All Mormons. No. <laughs> <laughs> just for context, all <laughs> <There are> Corries. <laughs> Gibbo, just for context. Yep. Fletch has had a three-leg parlay. I love yep. multi. He's got Swift Kelsey not to work out. No, nope. gone. Yep. He's got Cleary. And Fowler. They're already gone. Not to work out. Yep. They're gone already. They're it's gone. Early payout. They're gone. And then he's got <laughs> Gibbo and Cherry to Tony. To work. To work. Yeah. You like yeah.
1: that? Yeah, that'll be safe, Fletch. Don't worry, I'll look after you. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. good, Gibbo. Yeah, mm. good to good. have you back, Gibbo. Yeah, uh, cheers, boys. Fletch, what did you do to Bozza? He had several digs at you on Friday's show. Apologies if you covered it on yesterday's Ooh, show. No, I didn't know. What was he saying about me? It was about your,
2: uh, you were talking to him about cooking on Thursday. Yes. And what was it? What was the meal or dish that you... That, you... I, that I asked him to cook? Yes. Um, was can't... it a flan or something? It was it the souffle. souffle. Souffle Fletch, he was yeah, calling souffle. You. Just not talking about sport. You were
1: talking about souffles all day.
2: Well, sometimes you've got to have light and shade. I mean, Bozza can... you were very we... much
1: shade, shade, shade with Bozar. He wanted to talk Champions League.
2: I mean, unless we're talking about Wankdorf Stadium, I don't want to talk about Champions League. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I I like soccer. I understand it's a world game. We've got many, many listeners who like it. But I think Bozar's personality, we need to dive deeper into him. Get dive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to find out what goes on behind that thick, luscious head of hair he's got. (laughs)
0: Uh, Dunny says, love you, Hillary. Rooster man, days of our lives with Gibbo. Go hard or go home, Gibbo, says Rooster man. (laughs) Fitzy says, sounds like a real keeper, Gibbo. Uh, Campbell and Fletch can have an argument over who is really SEN's King of Thongs. Welcome back to the Best of the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Hair of the Dog got a start by our man Ethan behind the bar who's just stepping up and fronting up doing a wonderful job. Mary Magdalene got a... How did Mary Magdalene get a start following talking about Hair of the Dog? Then followed by a frozen penis. Live from Warburgers down here at Opera Keys. Just down the road from Opera House at Circular Key here. And now, Brian, I've got to give a uh, pay testament to... Certain individual here behind the bar. Ethan? Young Ethan. Yeah. So he's a young punk. Caught up with a few mates last night on just a routine Monday night, nothing Mm. special. Bedtime, 4 a.m. 4 Mm. a.m. Ethan. But look at him there. He's, mate, he's contributing. I went over there to get a glass of water before and he said, look, do you want a larger glass? I said, no, I like getting up for the walk. But look at the great man there. You wouldn't know.
2: Would you offer him a lift home? If he was, like, because have a look at him. He doesn't, he looks a bit dicey. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he, I wouldn't... I don't... I mean, I trust him, but looking at him... No, that, no I'd give him a lift home. Look at him. He's... Well,
0: he's Travis what? Head yeah. Levels. Yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah, but mate, it doesn't matter.
2: It's it's all it's all right. Tell me it's this. You T- tell up. me this. Why is it when you're younger, yep. alcohol doesn't affect you as much? What? What is it? Is it the liver? Because it affects your head, obviously. Yeah. Because, you know, it gives you the headaches and it takes you longer to recover. It, is
0: that fact or you just we forget the old days? What do you reckon? Mate,
2: no way. When I was 18, dollar drinks every... We just follow Dollar Drinks. Yep. <laughs> well, just, yeah, we were Dollar Drinks you were just followers. stalking Dollar Drinks. So it was cr- uh, Cronulla Thursdays. C- Carrying Bar, Coyotes. Yeah, Thursdays. Fridays um, might have even been in oh, Lucy's Tavern yeah. up here in Castle Ray Street. <laughs> yeah. And then Saturday was over in North Sydney, Berry so, Street. So oh. these
0: days the kids have got the apps. You know the apps? Do your daughters have it where you can see where every one of your mates are? Yeah, the Snapchat. The Snapchat, right? Yeah. But you didn't <laughs> need that back in the day. It was just where's just the dollar drinks? Dollar drinks. That's where Brian is. And you just <laughs> rock off. Yeah. The
2: Snapchat. <laughs> the Snapchat of the. But what, what is it? What, what do I need to know? Maybe Dr. Mark can tell me, or yeah. a listener might be able to tell me. Why does it affect? What, what's it affecting later on in life for us to recover
0: so poorly
2: after getting on the drink?
0: Yeah. Are we getting less sleep? Have we got more in our mind? Have we got more things to do? Nah.
2: It's it's something
0: physically. It's yeah. Something to do with our bodies. It must attack the uh, cells. So you don't, think it's, you don't think it picks on... You don't think people who have children are any worse off than those at the same age who don't have children? Correct. It's not, it's not a kid's thing? No, not think it's a kid's thing. It's something
2: okay. to do with what happens in age. That's what I need to find out. Yeah.
0: So, listeners, you've got some sort of advice for us? Because as I say, our listeners are our best researchers. Okay, Mick thinks he's got the answer. Fletchy, after 20 years in the pub game, yep. after you turn 30... Uh, It takes your liver and kidneys longer to process the booze and stays in the system much longer. That's why hair of the dog is so much better the older you Uh, get. Oh, see, I knew it. Well done, Mick. So he knows. It's it's doing something to our livers. Well, Mitch Mitch went with the same angle. He said, would it be that your liver has been under fire for 30 years, tripod?
1: Mm, Yeah,
0: (laughs) it it has. But
2: it's just, I I think also it's, it's mental. You know when you go away for the if you're on a punters club. I've got my golf weekend next yep. week. You've just got to get up. You have just got to get I've up. I've got a saying: you play up,
0: you get up. It's the third drink, I reckon, when you've it's oh, when I you're love back that feeling.
2: How, how good is it? I mean, not, uh, drink responsibly. Yeah, mm. of course. But how good's that feeling when you're hung as? Yep. You like Ethan? You get home at four. Yeah. I'm not have another beer. Blood, two bloody Marys yeah. at about eight AM, and you're just up for it. Yeah, I'm like Joseph. And there's Mary. I'm just well, saying, you're, you're, you're on the Mary. canvas, aren't you? Come here, Mary. Bloody Mary. Hey. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. That's Mary Magdalene. Oh, uh, talking about. Cheers, the yeah, yeah. skeptical. Mary Magdalene. She was the lady of the night. Mm. Was she? What? Yeah. I we didn't know that. No, I don't. She was think the lady of the night. So true. that's when Jesus said. You know, who has never committed a sin, cast the first stone. Oh, she was the lady of the night. Did you know that? Turn I, didn't know that. <laughs> oh. I didn't know oh, that. Turning tricks in Bethlehem. I didn't know that.
0: William. What part and of Ford the Bible is this in? Yeah, look, well, this is what that are. you got to look at. Gibbo. Gibbo's getting right around this. This has got him right into the game here. He's had a double shift, so he's had Coach K and Jimmy. Yeah. And he's all up us, yeah. and you've just got him up and about there. With Campbell Brown sitting on his right shoulder.
2: Okay, so let's put this out there. Text through oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What's your go-to drink? Not not a hangover cure, which is the go-to drink after you've been on the on the piss. Yeah, and then you just get up and you go right, bloody Mary, run at me.
0: Yeah, or you just beer run at me. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, I'm a bloody Mary. Oh, you, you bloody think you're Mary.
0: A- They're at it again, this team. Last time this incident happened it was a Swede, a Swedish cross-country skier was left fearing for his manhood as he sustained a frozen penis in an event in Finland. Penis?
2: This man's grabbing my penis?
0: Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that? Is that, that woman? <laughs> Well, what about his name? This, the, the name's apt, isn't it? Kelly. I, I want you to Arson. like
1: me for me, not because I have a
2: penis. Give up. Give
0: Yes. <Come> on, <laughs> Uh, Well done,
2: Ellen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Half arson, or half you know what, told the media he had to spend 10 minutes heating his appendage in a tent where competitors warm up post-race. The World Cup event took place in the town of Ruka, inside the Arctic Circle, and temperature dropped to minus 15 before the 20-kilometer main event. Speaking to Swedish outlet Expressen, after recovering, the 34-year-old said, I have frozen my penis. For real. Damn. I had to lie in there, warm-up tent for 10 minutes to warm it up. It hurts so much, so damn much. It's terrible. It's lucky that I'm going to have my second child because this is going to be difficult in the future if I'm going to continue like this. Or he would have said it like Tony Gustafson. It's correct. Right. What would he have said?
2: He would have said if I'm going to have children. We can tell <laughs> it.
0: you could describe what? the
2: pain. Haferson replied, "No. Those who know, they know." If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Well, surely they could have um, you know when you go skiing or you go somewhere cold, you can put the stuff in your gloves and your yeah. shoes, the, oh, those little heat pads. Could you put your heat pad down? I, I reckon burn. just go, what I do down the side just the white bread.
0: Yeah.
2: Keep that. It keeps it nice On and On that in. sourdough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you wrap that white bread around. I've again. told
2: you what you do. You just get it and you just turn it around like that. <laughs> you go do
1: that. <laughs> what?
0: What oh, is that? Dear. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Plenty of NRL news. Connor Tracy, he's heading to a kennel. Junior Tupu, can the Tigers keep him? Nat Butcher, well, he's been kept by the Roosters. And Tyrone Thompson. Who's Tyrone Thompson? Crosscode switch on its way. Have a listen to this.
1: It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: Now, Brian, I want to talk about this is an update that uh, Jimmy Smith shared on his program today with the Coach K, and I've got some wonderful audio we'll share from that a little bit later in the program. But on Jimmy's program, he was talking about the fact that, who I think is going to be a gun, the talented youngster, Junior Tupu, who's 21, that there's been interest shown from the Camber Raiders, who have just released uh, Harley Smith Shields, and there's been interest from the Roosters.
2: Oh. oh, no.
0: Right? So this is where I sort of start to think, Okay, well, the Tigers have lost Tommy Talao. Yep. And I haven't seen any updates for the last month or so, but last reported was that the Tigers were keen on Justin Olam with a potential swap with Sean Bloor. And you and I said, well, why don't the Tigers swoop upon Connor Tracy? Even before we knew they were advertising to get rid of him. Correct. What happened? Okay, so this is where I sort of think... Nothing. Why is there this interest for Justin Olam? And the price tag you're going to pay to get him up here to Sydney. And I went through the formula to win a grand final and how the big clubs do it. Because you are playing a little bit of money ball. Yep. And I think the position in which you can win the comps is to have a young gun centre who hasn't yet been paid the big bucks. So you've got them almost on their first contract. Yep. So if I go through recent premiership winners... Stephen Crichton, his first go in a grand final, he was 22 as a centre. Yep. 21 as a player, but 22 as a centre. Isaac Tungor, first go as a premiership winning centre, he was 20. Matt Burton, 21. Latrell Mitchell, 21. Curtis Scott, 20. Jack Bird, 21. Joseph Manu, 22. Kirasomi Ava, 22. Dylan Walker, 20. And then you've got the others who, whilst they weren't so young they were young as far as games played. So, again, they weren't on top-dollar contracts. So you've got Paul Momorovsky, Brinko Lee, Ricky Latelli, and the list goes on. So, for me, those successful clubs, that is the formula. So how can the Tigers be in a position of, we're looking at Justin Olam, but all of a sudden we haven't signed Junior Tupu when we've already let Tommy Talao go? Mm. How, how is that? And what, I dare say, whatever the offer to Olam has been, Will probably be more than what you can get Junior Tupu for. Who's going to be an absolute gun?
2: Sugar, you you spoke about all those teams that are grand finalists. They have have premiership premiership winners. winners. At the moment, I think the Tigers, let's forget about the centre sort of theory. They need some halves.
0: They need some good. I don't disagree with any of that.
2: I know, but I know what you're saying. I think we're putting the cart before the horse.
0: No, no, but yeah. my cart before the horse is if you can get Junior Tupu, who you've already got, who's going to be, and, and his shares are on the rise, and if you can get him cheaper than a Justin Ollum, and the formula says when you win premierships, that's the area you can save on, identify a young
2: maybe, gun. Maybe going to play him either side. They haven't signed him yet. He's unsigned.
0: A for the Roosters and the Raiders are looking at signing For 2025? For 2025. Yes, okay. Yes. All right. We've lost Tommy Talao, who's another young gun, who's going to go to Manly and, dare say, do very well. Mm. I just think that players like this, we can't... We've, we've lost Mitchell Moses in the past and James Sedesco. When you get these good young players, you have to keep them. Okay.
2: Maybe they're thinking we'll get Stafford Toa. Because he's been playing on the wing.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it also a baby. He yeah. has played in the centres right. and also played at fullback. If you're a kid who has played seven games at fullback, you can easily play centre. Mm. If you back your coaching in, yep. you can easily play centre. I'm being
2: devil's advocate here again. Maybe it's the management leaking this, you know, just to give the Tigers oh, well, a bit Oh, so. I, I hope so. Give I ho- the Tigers... Yeah, I hope he, so. He is fantastic. I like some of those games towards the end of the year, hey, yeah. Please. Him coming out of the backfield, he was yeah. very hard to, hard to uh, handle. But it's starting to feel like... I know you were saying early on the year that the centre position is becoming a you know, it is a strike position, but wingers now, you need you need good wingers. You yeah. need big Melbourne Storm, one wingers. of the great
0: teams they had twenty seventeen, you had Fox on the wing and you had Vunavalu. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The mentality is still to that's what I'm saying. This is supporting way. I don't think you need to spend up in the center position. Even the Broncos last year, Herbie Farmworth, they didn't win the comp, but Herbie Farmworth would still be on one of his Infant contracts, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Ah, uh, he's, he's an he, international he would, now. He would, yeah, but the contract he was on up until that point, it's the Dolphins who'll pay the price tag for him. Yep. He wouldn't have been on so much. No. Nah, I, I just Reesie Walsh. He's on four hundred. Yeah. I can't believe that. That's the game, though. Yeah. That's the game, and that's why, as the Tigers, you got to keep Junior Tupu. You, you got that, mate. I honestly think when you actually break it down, and you went through the Tigers squad, there's a lot of those people, a lot of those players who could easily make themselves into a, into a decent side. Like Junior Tupu could easily fit into a Panthers side. So yes. for whatever reason, yes. if, if the um, young winger Sunya Taruva wasn't there, Junior Tupu could go and win a grand final for you there. Mm. I've got no doubt about that. Stefano Yutukamanu, he could win a comp in a Panthers jersey. I've got no doubt about that. Yeah. For Nuopole, same thing. There's a lot of those young kids... Who could. So, any of those players, if you ask yourself that question, could you see Fanuapole, Stefano Yutukamanu, Junior Tupu, Tommy, whoever it is, could you see them winning a comp in the Panther system? Then you've got to keep them, don't you?
2: Well, hang on, Luke Garner, he won a competition. Correct. In Penrith after being at the Tigers. I thought that was a. I couldn't believe the Tigers let him go. We said that on the show. I can't believe they let him go. Um, Yeah, well, Sugar, you need to get involved here. I think it t- the time is nah, now. Nah. I'm getting time,
0: involved by, by there's a lot that listen to the program. Don't be stubborn about it. Just take. Just be open-minded, Brian. Is what okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Be open-minded. Whose job would that be?
2: Is it? It's not Benji's job. Is it? I mean he'd have an input, but where does it? Who reports the salary cap? Like, who's in charge of the salary cap for a rugby know, I don't even know. Is it the cha- is it the football manager? Is it the coach? Is it the recruitment? I don't know. But you've got to get it right. Yeah. Damn you. Mate, you have to get it right. How long has Saruva um, signed for? I don't know. I, I, I don't know those sort of things. Because he's a fullback, right? Yeah. We saw what he did in the World Cup yeah. for Fiji
0: last year. He, he's an out-and-out fullback. But it's a similar sort of model to Charlie Staines. Ah, uh, he's a bit of He's a better, he better, player. better player than Charlie? Well, he's
2: come through as a fullback. Yeah. The Connor Tracy one still beggars belief for me in the fact that he's the player... He wants to play fullback, apparently. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't the Tigers entertain that yep. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I do not know, Brian. I do not know. Uh, so anyway, the utilities keep on coming. Oh, we've got another one. And we had, a, we had a text yesterday, didn't we, from Please we, Don't Mention My Name. We can't
2: mention his name.
0: And Please Don't Mention My Name nope. was bang on.
2: Well, Please Don't Mention My Name has just told me that he's related
0: ah. to a family member. And he's the same person who said he wants to play fullback. Correct. Well, that conversation would have been had with the dogs, yeah. wouldn't it? I also
2: call him the budgie. Yeah. Because he just sings. No, the canary. But <laughs> well, budgies can sing? He just, <laughs> who, who? Don't mention my name. Yeah, he's a, he's a canary. <laughs> he's just singing.
0: Oh, sing like that's a canary. fantastic. Uh, but yeah, what about the people? What about so the, you know what? Just on that, right? Canary. What about the, um, the dobbers out there in social media? You know the dobbers? I hate Gary Gibbabs. No, no, so, so, something them. will happen and somebody will tag them in because yeah. they want to dob in. hate that. Yeah. The dobbers. Yeah. That's why do what, people do that?
2: Because they just want to feel better about themselves. Yeah. That's why people go to the middle of the gossip columns of the paper. Yeah, which I do too. To yeah, be honest
0: <laughs> because you just want to see you at the salaciousness mm. and you want to feel better about yourself. So there you go. Good pick-up, Bulldogs. It is a good pickup, but it is another utility. Um, no, no.
2: Mitch, I'm not saying – I'm not saying um, – for fullback, Conor Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conor Tracy, I wanted him in
0: the centres. Yeah, but Bula is. Oh, he's a gun. He's a gun. Yeah, Buller is an absolute gun. There's no question about that. But, you know what, well, the same things have been said this time last year about Buller and the likes of Happy Coruscant are saying the same thing about Junior Tupu and waxing lyrically about him. Yeah. Okay, right If that's the case, lock him in. Lock him in. But as you said, it might be employed by the manager. I don't know who's managing Well, the Chooks have Junior come out. Tupu. We'll find out.
2: You know, when they, as soon as they mention the Chooks, that's when everyone starts panicking. Correct. Get off the Chooks. Get off the Chooks back too, everyone. Yep. We're just, we're just just, a club, just battlers from Bondi, just doing our thing. Is this a pre-get off our back? <laughs> yeah, because I know it's coming. I don't know who they're going to sign soon. I feel sick for everyone. <laughs> do you really? I do. Have you got a room on oh. Tuesday? Uh, no, come on. What no. noise does the no, mascot make? Involved, oh. Come on. No, it's all Give been
1: us
0: funny a noise. It's okay. all no, 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 no. no, no I'm shut no. the laptop. Okay. We need to go. Can, come can, on. you.
2: Can No, because the person who's told me will know that I've leaked. And he said, do not say anything. Because he said, and I said, what did you tell me then for? Mm Oh. Nah, don't even go there. Don't even go there. And it's not for this year. You went there. No, I didn't. Uh. Let's move on. Cranky Shug. There's Pedro. Cranky Uh, Shug. Pedro, hang on. The up-and-comers. Oh, yeah. Terrell May. Case in point. Pedro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. Um. Uh Adam Fanilla Blake ring a bell. <laughs> <Does it>?
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go. Here we go. No, it's not.
0: It's you not, know the roosters, not. right? Circular key, here we go. I, I, I think I yeah, good. I I think with the roosters, they're they're a real funny one to appraise because they've got every box ticked just about. Yeah. Can the six and the seven, where they're both Yeah, it's a big issue, isn't it? Yeah. Is it an issue or is it not? But can the six and the seven, well, where they're work, both out in their careers, can they get the that, job done? Well, they done? have to get it done. It
2: didn't work in the first half of the year. And for whatever reason, for what, Sammy Walker got dropped, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it was all, I think they just thought, well, that's my Kiri the man, which he was in that grand final, but that was
0: four years ago now. Yeah, but it was also They've to... got to
2: change the way they play. And I th- I think we saw... a. A sign of it towards the back end of the year with young May, Terrell, Terrell May, when it was just they need to have a bit of an offload game. You can't yeah, keep doing that Bradley no, out yeah. the back.
0: That doesn't That's s- not the issue for me. I, I agree totally with what you're saying there. And you know every time you get an offload, so whenever you get an offload, Brian. Yes, I like this stat. The average uh, carry for that particular run is about nineteen meters. Yes. When you don't have an offload, yes, they're that. good. Is that you tourists or still give a that's good, Well done, Ellen. Whereas the average run is about nine metres. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so so that offload is critical. So I agree with that. Right, and I think the Roosters do a pretty good job there, mostly. But for me, the concern with those two, they're both fine players. Similar players? Well, no, you, you need... The way they play? You need to be so... You know, the, the state of origin... The champions of Queensland. And you've got Daly Chair Evans who can just, it's a blinking comp. We're going to keep turning you around all day. We're going to do mm-hmm. this. You've got the last three premierships won by the Panthers. It's a blinking comp. We're patient. It's the Panthers. It's, it's Nathan Cleary. I don't know that Keary or Walker are those personality types. It's a personality type. Mm. Do you
2: agree or not? Well, those players you mentioned before, their kicking games are...
0: Outstanding. That, that's the one only thing that, that worries is, me for the Roosters. Yes, the kicking game.
2: Yes. it's And they're trying to do what Mitch Pearce used to do. And for, for whatever reason, a lot of Roosters fans used to hate it when it first happened. Yep. That was the, Mitch Pearce was pretty much the first one doing those. You know, we do those midfield bombs hoping to yeah, land Yeah, by it, time. Yeah, by the, time. Ca- the cage get kick, if yeah, you like. Catching. But uh, the kicking game for the Roosters has been...
0: An issue that's where I think the answer was good for him. I, I look, he has that steady personality, um, but he's in the utility mix there at the Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> Nat Butcher, though, back at Bondi, so this is where you keep good people. Yep, he's clearly a good person, he's a leader. Uh, they're going to lock him in for life. He, he, he won't play for another club ever. I don't think Nat Butcher, do you and see that, a, Brian?
2: When he's a well, yeah, he's a South junior. That's is he? yeah, him and his brothers are well, his old man played for, for South
0: Egan's a gun. Uh, he's penned a three-year extension with the Roosters, so he's going to be there till the end of 2027. He debuted in 2016, so building a nice career. 21 tries in... Oh, hang on,
2: Brett's blown up. What's Brett got? <laughs> Brett said, come on, you pelicans, let's do some summer topics. Leagues next year. <laughs> Brett, what would you like? <laughs> what would you like? You just bre- Brett, you give me the, the topic, yeah, what, and we're... I'll mould it like it's a bit of white bread, yeah. and we'll come back with the <laughs> an answer. Right. In the Arctic <laughs> Circle. In the Arctic <laughs> Circle. <In> the <laughs> Arctic <laughs> circular, semi-circular key. Oh, we've got fans down here. Come here, bro. There
0: we go. There He's we go. a stockbroker. Uh, Fletcher Baker, Cook's former team. The former Rooster is the Broncos' major signing for 2024. The Musselbrook Jr. played 45 games for the Chooks before signing a two-year deal with the grand Finalists in June. He faced the Brisbane press yesterday, and here's what he had to say, Brian, about the Broncos being a better team than his former club. Oh, your gosh. team, the Sydney Roosters.
2: Yeah, Roosters at the start of this year... They were sort of in a rough spot, and then Robo turned that ship around massively. And then you see these boys did the exact same. And then I think it was against Melbourne, Broncos against Melbourne in the finals. Like, wow, that's good footy, you know? Like, their completion and the way they can just play ad football. Yeah, it's impressive. So, went from one good club to a better club, I reckon. So I take that back. I'm not going to say that Broncos are better than Roosters. I'm yeah. saying, like, yeah. they're both, both great teams. Oh, see? see that? Context is everyone, everything. No, he corrected it. Yeah, but people don't care for people the correction, don't care do they? What <laughs> did they say the rest of that quote?
3: Mm.
0: Who was the journo there? Uh, I don't know. It would have been my man. It was a press conference, I think. But So they're going to play the <laughs> Roosters over there in Las Vegas. Oh, jeez. He's going to get his head taken off. Nice advert. Poor old Fletchy. Tyrone Thompson. Do you know Tyrone Thompson is, Brian? No, the T-Band. Well, he's crossing codes to join the Knights. He's a twin brother. I didn't know this. So just like the Dragons had oh, last Leo's year, brother. it's going to be a twin... Twin-twin attack. Okay. The Safiti brothers and the, the Thompson brothers. So he's reportedly signed a deal to join his brother at the Knights for 2025. Sorry, so that's not next year, the year after. Played for the Chiefs in Super Rugby. Okay. Has represented the All Blacks' second 15 and the Maori All Blacks. I reckon that's going to turn out to be a good signing. Yeah. Good, good work, Knights. No, looking outside the square. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and uh, Fletch. And True Crime Tuesday, we've gone to the very top here. Gary Jubelin came in to join myself and Brian, former homicide detective. He led the William Tyrrell case, uh, and he has got this new podcast, which you must listen, taking you behind the bars of jails. You can find out more at breakingbadness.com.au. Here is the great man, Gary Jubelin. What about this bloke, ladies and gentlemen? 34 years in the police force including 25 years in homicide investigation that is a quarter of a century experience in armed hold-up squad organized crime squad he was a big part of the William Tyrrell investigation uh, and uh, well he's left the force but still wants to make a huge difference and he's doing exactly that ladies and gentlemen I'm talking to the man Gary Jubilant welcome to the run home with Joel and Fletch Gaz good day how are you guys going good That's you good. look good you look great Gaz.
3: <laughs> how old are you uh, I'm 60. Gosh! No way far out
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, far <laughs> what's the secret there yeah. what, what's the secret uh, of it?
3: living good, a good life now i ha- i have no idea i, I tra- train all the time i uh yeah i i've always always trained so that yeah. sort of keeps me keeps me sane but saying that like i like to uh let the hair down a little bit don't make a comment uh, okay. Uh, okay. When, when I say let the hair down yeah,
2: no, no, no. so for our <laughs> listeners there's not much on top no. for, yeah, for uh, Gaz
3: yeah just uh, uh,
0: enjoying life I yeah. think and you love your surfing Gaz do you?
3: yeah I don't surf as much as I uh, would like to and my ability is pro- well, my estimation of my ability is probably above as you, you get on in uh, life a little bit it's a little bit harder to get up on the, on the feet but we still uh, still have a go a few mates that we catch up with can I ask you this mate so you were, were you sort of, uh,
2: after you left the force, was this something that you wanted to get into, like podcasting and, and the media and that sort of stuff, or was it uh, basically yeah. that's the avenue that you had to do?
3: It, it sort of found me, because yeah. when, uh, when I left the police in, let's describe it as controversial circumstances, mm-hmm. I was charged and, and convicted uh, under the Listening Devices Act, not a real serious offence. I, I recorded a conversation on my telephone when I was speaking to a person of interest in relation to a uh, child abduction didn't hide the fact, but anyway, they uh, uh, the organisation I worked for uh, charged me and then the courts convicted me. So I didn't have a job. I had a criminal record. I couldn't be a private investigator. I couldn't get my licence. And uh, I got a lot of offers to go into the media on, on different things yeah. uh, to the point where I, I was sort of filming different things. And uh, News Corp were kind enough to sign me up uh, to uh, do some uh, investigative journalism, which came with uh, also doing podcasts as well. Right, and, Started off the I Catch Killers podcast, basically had no idea what I was doing. And uh, my old workmate, Jason Evers, we went to the pub and had a few beers and recorded the conversation, and that was the first episode. and. Wow. Uh, that went well. It was a long-form conversation, and uh, on the back of that, we've, we've continued on, and since then, done over 400 episodes. Okay, you got what
0: you wanted to do. No, no. So what, he, what he's trying to ask you, no. Gary, right? Because he's got this saying, and he hammers the listeners with it, sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped, and he's trying to set you up. <laughs> so as if to say, look, it was a bad thing at the time. No, no, no. That's I, what you're trying to do I when you're saying, Brian.
2: Can I ask you about yeah. the listening device, right? Yeah. listening device in Inverter Commons. Don't you have listening devices anyway? What's the difference between using Uh, a tape recorder and...
3: See, I wish you were the judge. (laughs) Oh, God. Because there were listening devices in the place, and I was worried that the listening device wouldn't work, so I recorded it on my phone. Uh, And is that illegal? uh, Well, apparently so. I I believe I had a... You you could do it, and, yeah, I've tried to put this out of my mind, but legislation was along the lines, if you had a lawful reason to... uh, If you had a reasonable cause to protect your lawful interests... And my interest was I was worried that the person I was speaking to, it wasn't going to be a friendly conversation, would make allegations against me.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. And
3: so I went down that path, and that, that's why I recorded it. And I didn't make any secret from it. No. Everyone knew it. So I'm not a real good
0: crook if, if, if I went down this, that path. And not to, uh, to... We didn't mean to get in for this conversation, yeah. but how did that come to air? How, how did that... How was that uh, brought to their attention? Uh, there was... Uh the, the first
3: I knew about it, uh, they had search warrants from my phone and I was taken up to an office and cautioned and uh, that was my sort of last day of operational policing. Wow. So, yeah, it was uh, a lot done behind the scenes leading up to it and just sort of dropped it on me midstream. But the weekend, and, oh, yeah, I know we've gone down a path we didn't expect, right. but the weekend uh, before this happened... Uh, I got flown up to Tamworth because two police officers have been shot, so I'm overseeing that. Then I come back and there's a murder at Newcastle. Oh, yeah. And then on the Tuesday, this gets dropped on me and all of a sudden I'm, uh, I'm too too bad to uh, work.
2: Um, Gary, let's talk about the podcast. So when, the first time you sat down with a crook... Yep. Am I going to say crook? Yeah, you can say crook. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, these colourful gentlemen. When yeah. they tell us, because I was listening to the one with Ron. Um,
3: Isherwood. Isherwood. That yeah. was
2: awesome. And you were saying, I can't, they were saying, because Ron was was an old crook, yeah. and he goes, I can't believe I'm sitting here talking talking to you.
3: Did, did, yeah. Does it ever get a little bit hectic like us versus them? Oh, mo- most definitely. And when, uh, when I went into the prison, and, like, normally if we go in as, as cops, you're separated from the prisons, but they gave me full access to the prison. And, yeah, it might come as a surprise, but I'm not the most popular person <laughs> in a maximum security yeah. prison being a, a high-profile um, ex-cop coming in there. So there was uh, there was a couple of uh, interesting times and, yeah, a bit of shit thrown my way, not literally, but, you know, verbally and verbally. Uh, I I found some people didn't want to talk to me and I get it Yeah, like if they didn't have the shits with me because I put someone in or one of their friends in they they don't like the cops and uh, so I had to respect that but gradually the sort of barriers broke down and okay well what are you doing walking around here but I got some strange looks and uh, yeah it caused a bit of kerfuffle so this is is the new podcast Yeah. so I know we're going to get
2: to that but how did you come up with that idea of going into into prisons and
3: yeah well you you mentioned uh, Ron uh, Isherwood, mm. and uh on the I Catch Killers podcast I've had a lot of you know major league crooks and uh for whatever reason we we've sort of broken the peace deal and they come on and talk talk to me and uh I he- let them hear their side of it cuz true crime and you know this is true crime tuesday yes. it's not one yeah. one dimensional no. it's uh from you know both sides I know it from the police side but let the bad guys or reformed bad guys have their say and one of them told me and it was Bernie Matthews and he was uh longest serving prisoner in Catingle he was a heavy dude he spent 30 years arm robber escapee that type of thing I became quite friendly with him after I left the cops and he he said to me yeah Gary because he 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 was dying I was visiting him when he was dying and uh, he's gone yeah in jail if you put if you treat us like animals we come out like animals and that sort of got me thinking about about that I had some corrective services officers that I became friendly with and they were telling me about this project up in Macquarie uh, Correctional Centre up uh, at Wellington. And they said, we're doing things a bit differently in maximum security. We're letting prisoners live in a dorm, which maximum security prisoners living in a dorm, to me that seemed like a recipe for disaster. And they said, and we yeah, they've given more freedoms and they're, they're treated with a little bit, of, let's say, respect and humanity. They're done with the cells. No cells. Yeah. But are these murderers? Yeah. Yeah. Like the the full full range. Yeah. It's it, there's lifers in there. They, these are the it's maximum security, and uh, so you had the whole range of prisoners. But they said, "Well, why don't you come up and have a look?" And uh, I've I said, I'd, "I'd love to, if you think I'm not going to, you know, cause a riot walking around there." And they said, "No, you come in. We're not sure how they'll react, but they'll either talk to you or they won't talk to you." And uh, so I spent a couple of weeks up there, and. Uh, had full access to the prison and just getting a sense of what was going on in, in there. Are you thinking that other jails might follow suit? Like, what's the success rate
2: of these blokes coming out? Yeah, well,
3: well part, part of the thing was about recidivism. In New South Wales, we've got a high recidivism rate. You go in jail, and the likelihood yeah. you're going to come back in the jail. And, you know, they, they want to break that cycle. This is getting them the skills that they don't come from this uh, jail, let's call them the traditional jails, where, yeah, and the prisoners were saying to me, you didn't know if you're coming back alive every time you stepped out your cell door yeah. um, you know you're locked yeah. up for 18 hours a day then you meet these guys up at macquarie correctional center and they work for seven hours uh study for seven hours they have access to the gym um they've got a gym or a courtyard off their off their uh, dorm and there's no lockdown to nine o'clock they can go outside see the stars there's you know bars over it obviously obviously like they've got all the, the prevention or protecting people not escaping but they give them this freedom. And what I found amazing, this sort of broke me up, normal jail conflict is resolved, or well, you imagine how jail okay. conflict is resolved, uh, 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 there's bloodshed. With this, in the dorm, if they... Yeah, they don't like you, Fletch. Yeah. They'll, they'll go, OK, well, Joel and Gary have sort of voted you off the island. <laughs> they negotiate and just I, say... I'm out of the dorm. Civil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, they, they mediate negotiate and negotiate and all that. And these are... Yeah, they're not just your, your run-of-the-mill nice guys, prisoners that shouldn't be in there. There's some heavy dudes in there, and that's the way they
0: manage the prison. You know what, Brian? when you think about that properly, because I, I would have had the same thought that Gary had initially, but when you think about it, right, once you get past the first few weeks and everyone's sleeping in the dorm, there's been no chaos, because you've been given something that is so far better than what the general mm. prison system is like... You'd be petrified of tripping up and losing it, wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, well, they, they said, and this, this got, me, got me thinking too, and this is the corrective services officers there, and it's a better world for them too. There, there's not that violence that they've got to deal with on a day to day basis in other prisons. They give them the rewards and then they take them away if they misbehave. Whereas in other prisons, it's more, you've got nothing. If you behave, we'll give you something, give you something, maybe, and you work your way up. But they give them the rewards of freedom and all that. To me, and I, I haven't gone soft since I've left the, left the cops, and it wouldn't work for every prisoner. But to me, it creates a person that's a better person when they're coming out. Because if, if people go in the jail, most people come out. And if we can make them come out better people than they yeah. went in, it, it makes sense. And, yeah, I look at it from a victim's point of view. That was my big, uh, big thing yeah. in, in the cops, making sure the victim's interests are looked after. But... Um, if we reduce crime, we reduce victims. Mm. So anyone that says and I'm sure there's people out there going, they stuff that they should be in there breaking rocks and eating uh, bread and I understand that attitude, but if you think Yeah, yeah mm. it's not going soft on crime, it's just going smarter on crime.
2: Gary, just going back to okay, so you got you're out of the coppers. Is there anything stopping uh, current police coming to you as a consultant and saying, because you've got all this experience and you you know, you, you know a lot of these criminals, can they come to you and you help them on a case? Or because you've been discharged, is that the word?
3: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I resigned. I wasn't sacked. Right. I, I resigned. I got I charged after I put my resignation papers in. What the purpose of that was, I, I'm not, not sure. Ideally, that would be the situation. And, yeah, I've got this wealth of knowledge, yeah. but uh, current serving police uh, generally are not allowed to speak to me because I'm, you know, this so-called uh, you know,
0: convicted uh, bad guy. Thanks for listening to the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget you can catch us live in the afternoons Monday to Friday. If you've missed that belatedly, of course, the podcast through Apple and Spotify will be available to you. Social media, TikTok, Twitter and Instagram at Joel Fletch SEN is the handle. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel so you can see our ugly melons on that throughout the show as well. Thanks for sharing your day to spend a little bit of time with us on The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. We'll catch you next time.